Hello and welcome to The Stitch Up, episode 8, where I am once again joined by Joe, and this time we're actually back in the same room together. Hello! Yeah, this is the first time in the past... Two weeks? Yeah, two weeks that we've actually been recording in the same room. It's nice to see you again, James. Thank you. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know, we do actually live together. <laughs> This week was the quarterfinals and fashion icons week. Before we start, you are back to an older project that you were doing, uh, Jolly Robin, which has taken absolutely ages. Do you want to explain? Oh, let me just start by saying this project has taken me, it's well over a year now. I, I've been doing it about a year and a half. It's a big tapestry that will be going on my aunt's wool, and it's of a cute little robin redbreast. How much do you think you've got left? If I work on it every day then maybe a couple of months and that's not going to happen so <laughs> maybe a few months maybe by Christmas. Might be by Christmas. It'll be a nice Christmas say. present yeah. <laughs> and how long ago did you start it? I can't remember. Definitely over like a year and a half ago. Mm. It was it was actually a lockdown purchase. My aunt bought it during lockdown for herself to do, but then thought, so oh. So that was three years ago. Yeah, but she kept it for about a year because she thought, oh, I, I don't, I'm not sure I can do this. She's not, she's not very crafty, but I definitely think she could have done it. She could have learned. Indeed. Well, we will report, I guess, back at some point when, when it's complete. Maybe even put it on Instagram or social media or something. I don't know. I think I have a post on Instagram of it like half completed from a f maybe a few months ago, but um, we're not there yet. But hopefully it will look very nice on the wall once it's done. Back to the show. And before we get started in the first challenge, my usual item to note is that Tony R is not wearing the usual skulls and khaki again for the... Is that the second week running? Yeah, but he has his running theme with always wearing a button-down shirt, doesn't he? He does. Well, we're getting a bit more tenuous now. <laughs> um, but this week, it looks like it's giraffes and elephants, like a kid's fabric. It looks like a kid's pyjama fabric, but I love it. I'm living for it. Okay, so on to challenge number one. And as usual, it's the pattern challenge. This week, we are inspired by Audrey Hepburn. The dress she wore in the film Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mm, stunning dress. The judges said it needs to be luxury. So I guess a high value fabric. Yeah, like a, a luxury fabric, not just a kind of plain polycotton or poplin or anything. It has to has to look like an evening dress. So this dress has to have a perfectly flat seam, an invisible zip. And is constructed of five pattern pieces and a lining. And interestingly, there is also a crescent shape on the back in two parts and something to do with the burrito method. So I'm going to ask you that first. You're, you're asking me what the burrito method is? What the burrito method is? Have you used the burrito method? And would you recommend it? <laughs> <laughs> all the big questions it's what they want to know <laughs> i have used the burrito method before actually 
I've um So we'll start off with what What, what is it? Is. What is it? Okay, so the burrito method is basically say you have like two pieces of fabric that need to be sewn together and you've got a load of fabric in the middle and you kind of roll it all up and you sew the two pieces together whilst there's like all that rolled up fabric in the middle. I that probably doesn't make sense if you're just listening to this. I think you have to watch a YouTube video. <laughs> I have used it. I used it for a few vest tops. I think also some swimwear. Oh, and underwear. I've used it in underwear before when there's um, a gusset. I think mainly I've used it in vest tops. I think some racerback vest tops I've made. And would you recommend it? Would 100% recommend. Is it is it an easy thing for a beginner? or? Yes. Oh, it's it it's okay. easy to learn. You just need to know what you're sewing. So you need you need to basically watch a YouTube tutorial and then you'll be fine. Very nice. So a glowing recommendation of the burrito method. You heard it here. (laughs) Another couple of items which are not directly related to the sewing. Firstly, Sarah's dog in the workroom. Oh, I love that. I think you noted that if you were there, you wouldn't get anything done because you'd just be obsessed with the dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did say that, didn't I? I love dogs. You'll notice the uh, lack of Charlie from last week. He is not in the room and therefore cannot provide scratching noises. (laughs) He can't provide squeaking or scratching at the door. (laughs) And then the second note I had, which is not really sewing related, is Sarah was talking to Asthma about red-heeled shoes. Red-soled shoes. Red-soled shoes, sorry, yes. (laughs) And this is something fashionable that Joe did not know about and I did. So obviously, well... Maybe not obviously, the red heeled sold sold red <laughs> red sold shoes. I do know what I'm on about. I just can't talk today. Get the words out. And <laughs> um, the red sold shoes are Christian Louboutin heels. Oh, I like the and French. I believe accent. they um they have a, a patent or a trademark, so I believe no other footwear company can have red soles without the entire shoe being red can i just say i didn't know that though because i'm not really into like shoes as much as i'm into clothes well i'm still counting (laughs) that as a win because i knew it yeah no that's true i was actually very shocked that you knew that and i sat i sat on this for a while thinking how did i know this and i believe after probably a good hour of thinking It was because I'd listened to a song, I believe it was by Ariana Grande, that mentions red bottoms in the lyrics. And if you Googled the lyrics, it's a reference to the the red uh, sold Mm. shoes. (laughs) Similarly, on that note, we have a brand watch. And this came from Sarah herself. Yeah, not so much uh, like we spotted it. It's that I felt like they mentioned a lot of brands in this episode. I always thought they're supposed to edit them out if they yeah, say a but, brand. But she mentioned Crocs wearers mm. a couple of times. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of that t- partially ticked off for this episode. So we will get back to more sewing related things. And I was shocked to find out that there is such a thing as an invisible zipper foot. Can you explain? Oh, did you not know that? I'm sure we've talked about it before. Maybe yes, not. Yes, we, we talked about it yesterday while oh, watching the episode. Oh, that's why. 
An invisible zipper foot. Yeah, so it's a foot with a much smaller hole than usual and it's got kind of grooves on the underneath that you literally feed the um, zipper teeth through so that you can get a perfectly close line of stitching right next to the teeth but not overlapping the teeth. Otherwise you wouldn't be able to do it with zip. But it's, it's for it. It's purposely to make a really nice visible zip. And I presume you have one. I do. I love an invisible zip. Actually, the pattern I'm making at the moment calls for a non-invisible zip, and I've changed the pattern so I can use an <laughs> invisible zip. Right, okay. <laughs> you, you love it that much that you've re, redrafted the pattern to suit your wants. Yeah, I just think it's such a neat finish. It looks so nice, and especially if you're using a lining, which I am in this dress, you can literally sandwich the zip between the lining and the fabric. It's just so neat. It's just, it's just so neat, James. And keeping with the theme of the invisible zip, Lauren caught the zip, I believe, and now needs to unpick. I don't know why. I just, it's something that I hate the sound of ripping stitches. Ooh. So, so when, when Lauren had to rip it out, it was, oh, it does stress oh. me out, but only because I'm thinking about how much time they have left and they're ripping the stitches and it's all very stressful. Oops. <laughs> just kicked a chair. <laughs> Joe, not impressed. I don't know. No, it's just a sound that really irks me. I don't know why. Mm. On the other hand, Tony R was supposed to hand stitch the lining, but as we know, he likes to play it quick and fast with the rules. He said he's got a machine in front of him, so he's going to use it. <laughs> to be fair, I would always machine stitch the lining in when you've got like an invisible zipper and this style. I don't know. I just think it's a quick and easy and neater way to do it but maybe they just wanted to assess their like or give them a bit more challenge or something maybe a bit more of a challenge yeah to summarize the pattern challenge we start with mia and she made this lovely dress in a tiffany blue which is quite apt it's very nice but also shows up any errors so i would have tactically chosen a darker fabric okay so not for the actual quality just for the you would tactically play it okay but anyway the judges said it looked extremely good slightly off at the waist oh did they say that yeah what does that mean i don't know i, d I don't remember that okay maybe i was too busy with the jolly robin at that point probably mm. but the zip was pretty near invisible oh sorry i remember i remember the um, it was the seams weren't matching up between the bodice and the waist perfectly. Ah, uh, so it was, it, was. it was a misaligned. Yeah, misaligned. Uh, so yes, the zip was pretty near invisible, and the hand sewing of the lining wasn't complete. So that was one of the main criticisms from the judges. Tony R. Tony R. Was oh, it was the one with the lovely floral placement. Yeah, I really like the placement. And it kind of, is it the same fabric as Asma used in week one? Or am I I don't know. It? it looked quite similar. It looks so. very similar. It could be. Anyway, really lovely placement of the flowers. Pretty well pressed, apparently. And also a row of stitching showing on the outside of the back piece. Esme said, lining looks like you've machined it. Caught red-handed. <laughs> so we move on to Vicky. And similarly, the waistline for hers isn't sitting perfectly horizontally. The zip was well put in. And carrying on with the theme of this challenge, the lining was not hand-sewn. 
or I don't think it I think, was complete. I don't think she'd, I think maybe she'd started putting it in, but hadn't had time to do much with it. Yeah, That's what it was. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So Lauren, they noted that the matte fabric doesn't show the mistakes until you're really close. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the matte fabric, to be honest. I think for a more luxury dress, it should have a bit of a sheen to it. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't do it for me. And there was a fair few mistakes. Yeah. The, um, the lining wasn't attached in any way. No. And obviously there were issues with the zip. And yeah, I think it was just unfortunate. Lauren had a bad day. Yeah, there was. There, I think she chopped the top of the zip off. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there was no hem. Yes. Yeah. Ran out of time. Yeah. As you say, a bit of a, a, a bad day for Lauren. And then asthma, as usual, what we'd expect? Perfection, kind of. Stunning work, yeah. I love the fabric choice as well. Mm, it was really nice. So they said lining, sitting perfectly, perfect invisible zip, and you clearly know how to handle this type of fabric. The only bit of criticism was a bouncy side seam. Mm, but that's that sometimes happens with this type of fabric. You just, I think they said you just, if you'd given it a bit more of a press, maybe it would have been a bit better. Yeah. So in terms of in terms of the actual fabric, I I think Mia's. I liked Mia's the best. I do love how it is tif- the Tiffany blue or very I, close. I yeah. much preferred that shade of blue to Asma's. Oh really? To be I yeah. really like the royal blue. It was still up there, but. I think the floral was quite nice. Mm. Wasn't too keen on the pinky orange. No, unfortunately. No, but same. But that's very Vicky. I feel like that's yeah, very Vicky. Yeah. It is. I feel like Vicky, if she were a season, she'd be autumn. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I really love that. <laughs> um, but it was still, it was still better, I think, than the choice of fabric from Lauren. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think it worked too well. Just a, just a bad challenge for Lauren, unfortunately. Indeed. And there we go. We've summarised. So Lauren was in fifth, Tony R in fourth, Vicky in third, Mia in second, and Asma with what is probably her like 10th first place. (laughs) Have we had 10 episodes? Oh, you mean 10 of different challenges, right? Probably not far off. Yeah. I will uh, verify that fact for you next week. Yeah, you've got to sum them up forget even don't let me remember remember. (laughs) (laughs) so there we go challenge one in the bag we move on to the transformation this time it's shower curtains and we need to transform a shower curtain into a high fashion outfit now the contestants were given two shower curtains and the judges were very intrigued to see how they use the transparency aspect for maximum impact and interestingly, Esme created outfits like this. And I think she said it was because she liked the images on the shower curtains. Yeah, I Back think in so. the day. Yeah. I remember someone in a previous series using a shower curtain to make like a raincoat or something. Do you remember that? It rings a bell. It might but... have been last series. But anyway, shower curtains, yeah, seem difficult to sew with. It seems like a difficult challenge just from the the get-go i think lauren was going for a see-through look 
Tony was channeling Matthew with his harness. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And Asma said she was going for indecency with some decency. <laughs> uh, and then we have another brand watch, kind of. Sarah mentioned a popular UK supermarket. <laughs> yeah, Sainsbury's was mentioned. Are they allowed to do? I don't I think don't they're know. allowed to. But I haven't noticed it on previous episodes. Don't know. Maybe uh, maybe there wasn't a lot of footage. So maybe. They had to pop or the editors in. got really tired. Who knows? Making our <laughs> job easier. <laughs> Lauren's gathered skirt is with a channel on the top for the elastic. You know, mm, I like a channel. Yes. And then also, the only other note I have was that there seemed to be a load of curtain rings came out right at the end. Like, everyone was like, oh, no, the curtain rings. <laughs> and then, boom, 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 we got loads of curtain rings that just suddenly got added. Yeah, they make a good accessory, I suppose. And that's kind of all I had to say on this challenge before, obviously, we, we go over the mm. garments and the judges' comments. Yeah, I feel like their options were limited. Where were all the like fun shower curtains with like fish on and stuff? They didn't get given any of those. I think transparency was a big thing. Oh, was as, it? As May mentioned. Yeah, but Vicky's got a yellow one. But also a transparent one. Is it transparent? Well, the, the other parts are. Oh, okay. Because you, you had up to two shower curtains. Yeah, I would have wanted one with like funky fish on it or like, I don't know, something... Some sort of pattern. Even if it's like transparent, but with, you know, fish on it. Mia had a transparent one with stars. Yeah. Okay, don't sound too enthused. Anyway, (laughs) as the judges came in, it was quite a funny dialogue between them. Esme going, I say... And Patrick going, hose me down. (laughs) Yeah. That was uh, interesting. (laughs) Made me chuckle a bit. So let's start with asthma. I love the bikini set with then like a see-through cover-up yeah so bikini with a skirt and bolero jacket yeah bolero bolero. i think it's bolero bolero and and what is a bolero bolero jacket it's like a short kind of cropped cardigan-ish jacket-esque thing okay it looked all right i liked um Patrick's comment about the waterproof knickers. Yes. He also said it was a bit saggy on the bum. Yeah, but I think it's difficult to sew borrow knickers with kind of non-stretch fabric because it doesn't really stretch around your bum. So there's always going to be a bit of sag, really. Lauren did a lovely ball gown inspired see-through dress with shower curtain rings for a sort of tie belt what did you think yeah so she was the only one apparently potentially the only one to use only a single shower curtain oh yeah yeah she was which the judges noted was very clever with little use of the haberdashery which was impressive Mm. it looked quite good i thought it was a bit kind of underwhelming but i don't know if it's just because it's see-through so yeah (laughs) i mean it's creative it reveals all exactly it reveals (laughs) all now vicky's i didn't have too much comments all i got from vicky's was esme thought it was a bit too frilly so this was the yellow it's kind of like a kimono-y thing i really like it and she said also about the because she had a V yeah. on both sides. Oh, did she? Yeah, and Esme commented that if you do that, yeah. it doesn't sit well on the shoulders. Oh, okay. I really liked it. I thought it stood out from the rest, but it could just be because it's yellow and the rest are all I think so, see-through. yes. Uh, yeah, hard to decide. I like the frills. I like the bow. I don't think it's too frilly. 
Tony R was channeling Matthew vibes with his orange harness and green skirt. Was it skirt set? Skirt, yes. Yeah. Patrick described it as a bondage top with a skirt. Oh, really? And then there was like a massive hood he made. Do you remember that he kind of was envisioning envisioning you wearing like over your eyes? So it like come down to your nose? Yeah, that was quite interesting. It's quite high fashion. I wouldn't know. I'm not very high fashion. Oh, okay. <laughs> it seemed all right. I, I, the thing that impressed me most about Tony's was the use of the shower curtain. So obviously the harness and the skirt provide some modesty, mm. but also the pattern or the opaqueness in the pattern of the transparent curtain mm. actually made it even more more distorted more distorted yeah, yeah. kind of like a um you know in bathrooms you have the oh, windows like the, that yeah, are, yeah yeah the windows yeah i, I thought that was pretty cool i, re- I really like that yeah i do like it I think the main comment from the judges was that they don't think it needs the necklace with the rings. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I think he added that like last minute. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We move on to Mia, the last one, and that was apparently a very sexy cocktail dress, almost psychedelic, one of the judges said. They love the 3D-ness of it. It's very simple and also... Sparkly. Yeah, also the slender diamante strap were yeah, pretty cool i love that she used that from the shower curtain didn't she oh did she or was it from the haberdashery i thought it was from the haberdashery uh, maybe it but was either way looked very nice yeah it did look very good and i do love the two the use of the sparkly shower curtain with the one covered in stars go together very well so even though i like tony's the best he was last in fifth place with that you like Tony's the best? Uh, one of the best, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think, well, there's only five left, so they kind of, it's very difficult. They did say it was very, very close. Yeah. So even though one's last and one's first, actually, I think it was quite compressed how mm. how hard it was to choose between them. So Tony R in fifth, Asma in fourth, Vicky in third, Lauren in second, and Mia in first i did think actually mia's was really good as I, th- well. I thought asthma's was the best actually i really liked her it's funny how our two top choices are the bottom two yeah exactly <laughs> maybe we obviously don't know what we're talking about yeah we have no idea what we're talking about thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs> So after day one of the challenges, the kind of summary was that Asthma was the standout garment, the one from the pattern challenge. And Tony R is sitting at the bottom, which I thought was interesting. I thought he was just a bit above the bottom, but apparently Lauren and Vicky are not far away. I thought going into the final challenge, Lauren was kind of sitting at the bottom, unfortunately. I guess I can deduce from that that Asma and Mia were probably more on the safe side going into the final day. Unless they really messed up. Yeah, of course. There's always that. We move on to the final challenge and that's the made to measure. And we are making a smoking jacket. So this is male models for the first time this year. Although I believe Matthew had a male model in a made to measure. Oh, yeah, that's true, actually. But um, I think it 
they meant like you know everyone everyone has a male yes model. sure i didn't know their smoking jacket was used to protect their clothes yeah i don't know where it what year it dates back to but it's a thing kind of men would throw on to go and have a smoke you know after dinner and that's where it got its name from traditionally apparently an alternative to a dinner jacket and normally a little looser on the fit but it's more mixed nowadays it's like a posh dressing gown you stole the next line oh sorry but yes it's like a posh (laughs) dressing gown you know who i think of when i think of smoking jackets hugh hefner i don't know he's the publisher wasn't he like the publisher and editor of playboy oh right i don't know look the first thing that comes up when i type in hugh hefner is a picture of him in his smoking jacket he's the founder of playboy okay learn something new every day i'm probably gonna forget it tomorrow i can't how do you not know who hugh hefner is different childhood i guess (laughs) (laughs) great Before we get going, the one thing I heard from the judges was that they need to set sleeves into the fabric or set the sleeves into the fabric. Can you explain what that is? Yeah, so they need to put the sleeves into the main body of the fab of the jacket. And with stretch clothes, like a t-shirt, it's fairly easy because you can stretch out the fabric and do it whilst the side seams aren't sewn up. But with a dinner jacket like this you have to sew the main body and then put the sleeves in and it can be quite tricky i think we'll start off with talking about tony r's he has gone for a willy wonka inspired corduroy smoking jacket with a welt pockets mm. welt pockets are the kind of pockets where you just see a, a slit on the front apparently it's a big ask it is but it's the correct pocket to use when you're making a smoking jacket i think he went wrong with the pockets though yeah didn't he like tear something but then he put the purple corduroy behind it so you couldn't which see. was a good decision yeah i think someone mentioned they look like letter boxes uh, which obviously yeah. is not they should just the be idea. a bit a little slit not like a big hole. you have the same things in in suit jackets yeah right? exactly yeah. the judges said the back fits well over the shoulder the color sits well collar the collar correct yeah oh. it does i it's definitely giving me willy wonka vibes yeah and the lining was good it was just the the main problem was with the pockets but he he i think was the only one that tried the welt pockets so yes. that's you know and they're they're not awful like they're still decent i so believe vicky decided to go with no pockets and the others went for patch pockets yeah didn't vicky say like you know men have pockets in their trousers so they don't need <laughs> something <them. laughs> like that i don't know what uh, patrick thought of that <laughs> probably wasn't impressed i guess as we we've touched on vicky let's let's talk about hers so hers is a rainforest velvet smoking jacket with no pockets I do love the fabric and the ready orange contrast fabric for the collar as well. I think it looks really nice. The only problem was as soon as the guy started walking down the runway, I could see that it was pulling up because it's too small. So it it was too small and too short. Same notes I had, too short, rides up. But yeah, I was, I, I really liked the, I don't know if the rainforest fabric was, I mean, for me, I don't know how much I, I liked really it, but liked the contrast it. collar. 
Yeah, the color. Yeah, co- contrast color was mm. was really good. Yeah. It matched well. Mm-hmm. If we move on to Asthma, and she's also doing purple. Yeah, she's also doing purple, which Patrick hates. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, yes. So a purple velvet and a contrast satin color. Yeah. Collar. Collar, collar. It's done it twice. Uh. My notes have corrected color to collar twice. Anyway, and also shoulder pads. Yeah. Now, it was quite she- interesting that <laughs> in the middle of the challenge, she just threw them away and skipped, decided I'm skipping the shoulder pads, which was a good decision apparently was a good wise decision yeah said by esme otherwise it would have been a, too small for him on the shoulders i mean you're it's looking a tiny bit too small for him potentially on the shoulders but it would have been 10 times worse i really like it i love the contrast patterned collar and the cuffs and the pockets i think overall it looks really nice it looks good, yeah. The lining, not the lining, the collar with the, the pattern. The pattern, yeah. It's quite well. regal, yeah. I think. Yeah, just really good. And as always with asthma, patch pockets were tidy, really neat piping. Sort of, you know, the, the perfection level that we've we've yeah. come to expect oh, from her, really. I forgot to mention the piping. I love the piping. That was really good. Really nice detail. We move on to Mia and hers is a Harry Styles inspired smoking jacket with a scallop. Is it scallop? Scallop? Uh, scallop. Scallop. And apparently a lot of work, those scallops. Now you've confused me. Scalloped. It's scalloped. It's scalloped. I said it right. What's a scallop? Is that like a fish or something? (laughs) I think something like that. (laughs) Um, But apparently the scallops were introducing a lot of work. Yeah, definitely. And she made that pattern herself with the scalloped edge. That's pretty nice. Self-drafted. Always good. I think we saw a shot of the notebook. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I think so with her drawing. Mm, Yeah, Always... Always quite an interesting insight. And I can't, even though it, people say that it would look messy, I always find that, like your notebook looks always so Aww. neat. And I love the drawings and the arrows. Yeah, just... James has said to me before, he loves like my little, I have a notebook where I document everything that I'm sewing and do little drawings and stick the fabric in. And he, he has told me before that he really likes it. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah. So the f- the fabric was interesting. It was like curtain fabric. It was wasn't like it? old lady curtain fabric. I really like this, and I think Harry Styles would wear it. And I think he should commission Mia to make him one. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like the fabric. Oh, yeah. It definitely but you're not looks Harry like Styles. old woman curtains. <laughs> um, it's a different style, and I'm for you know. You're all four different styles. Exactly. That, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't think of the word I wanted to say, so we'll go with James that. James is just jealous of Harry Styles, basically. I'm not. <laughs> anyway, so the I think the judges said they've never seen a shawl collar with scallops. What is a shawl collar? Did they say that? Maybe. I don't think they... A shawl collar, like a, like a shawl. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I didn't hear that. Okay. I think your your thing might have autocorrected again. What what would be some like a jacket collar? I don't know. Well, don't know. if you're listening to this, it did make the edit, but let's uh, let's move on. Maybe it's a type of collar. I thought it was a shawl collar. Oh my god! A sh- I've just googled it. A shawl collar is a turned over collar of a garment that combines with la- la- lapels, lapels forming an unbroken lapels. Collar. Lapels. Oh yeah, it is the style of collar. That's yes, what you call I it. was listening, and I, I did get it. right. I don't know anything about men's tailoring. That's why I don't know it. 
shawl collar. Another ah. victory for James. I think, and we, I've learned something. I think we don't need the quiz this week. You know, I've I've just quizzed you. Okay. To be fair, I was going to ask you what the burrito method is. Okay. Well, so, I mean, I think I've proved my. Uh, I think you've passed the quiz this week just because you knew what shawl collar was, and I didn't. Kind of. We'll go well, with that. Well, well, yeah. Okay. We'll fine. go with that. <laughs> anyway, so the uh, the hem was really short belt was a bit rough and ready i think she cut it she literally put it on in 30 seconds like yeah like a minute before the end but yeah overall very original and well done it was good and i'm glad she pulled together the belt at the end really quickly because you kind of need that to be able to see what it would fit like with the with the final belt so finally we have lauren's jacket unfortunately when the guy was the model was walking down the runway i could see that it wasn't perfect which was a shame. This again, this might be autocorrect. We've we've had a lot this episode, but it was a chenille fabric. Yes. Which was also usually used for curtains with a satin collar. Yeah, it's like um an upholstery fabric. I think she said it was a curtain fabric, didn't she? she yeah. Did. It's kind of a velvety fabric. And also set to do bias binding instead of lining instead of lining so bias binding all the seams mm. inside so it would have been a lot of work and as as we saw the bias binding was sacrificed sometime into the construction due to a lack of time yeah unfortunately she didn't get round to doing that so she did have all the raw edges still on the inside the sleeves as well they weren't set in properly don't know if you noticed there was a lot of Puckering. I mean, I can notice it looks different. Yeah, that's but just I not... wouldn't be able to tell you why. Yeah, it's just really not a good fit. Like for some reason they haven't been set in properly. I don't know what's going on there, but Yeah, so the fabric has a look of an expensive silk jacquard, apparently mm. they said. So good fabric choice. Pocket was the wrong way round, I think. Oh, was it? it oh was yeah, I remember them the, saying that. The t- the colouring just was off it because was, it was it was like ninety degrees. Exactly. 90 yes. degrees wrong, or one eighty degrees or something. So it was slightly different pattern. Yeah, and they said the obviously no lining with the raw corners. Yeah. Good aspects to it, but there were really visible mistakes. Yeah, and it was at this point that I thought, oh, Lauren's going to go home. I know, it was sort of pointing to that way, unfortunately. So if we're not doing the quiz, because I've earned my brownie points this week, the final thing to do, I guess, is garment of the week and discuss who's leaving. My garment of the week was asthma's dinner uh sorry not dinner jacket smoking jacket it's an alternative to a dinner jacket yeah yeah and mine was also from asthma but this time it was the pattern challenge i thought the uh, audrey hepburn inspired dress was really neat and really nice it was beautiful apart from you don't like the color the color but i think (laughs) you know i thought i'd put aside my um my views on the color and yeah you know in terms of how perfect it looked Mm. give it my garment of the week this week yeah and the actual one was the one you chose the smoking yes yeah so yeah as as we've said just previously it looks like lauren's leaving and indeed she did it was nice to see them all holding hands and obviously it meant a lot to Lauren because she was quite emotional in the end and yeah. Yeah, she said she was really proud of herself, which I absolutely love. Yeah, absolutely. I She should be, yeah. She, anyone really that 
that goes on that show. Yeah, and showcases your skills in front of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. Exactly. I can do it. And also to get to, it's the quarterfinals. So it's not like... Oh, yeah. She's got really far. Yeah. Yeah, she should be incredibly proud. And we've loved loads of her sewing over the past few weeks, haven't we? Absolutely. I think I'm just going to... Uh, I loved... Do you remember the crochet, like, um, autumnal? Yes, she did. that, that was, was great. really good. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I still have that in my head. That was really nice. And I think we... I think you picked Lauren originally for the final three. And after Matthew left, mm. I picked... Lauren also for the final three. It's so really sad that she didn't make the final, but you know, a great experience. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, she's had a great experience, and if anything, hopefully, it's boosted her confidence. Yeah, and I do follow her on Instagram, so I'll be keeping up with uh, whatever she makes next. Send her a message. See if she wants to come on. (laughs) You never know. (laughs) Anyway, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think uh, that's it. There'll be four just for next week and then three the week after yeah so thanks for listening we'll see you next week yeah see you next week bye bye